Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi apologizing once again for the extreme break in between my podcasts. But last Friday, I was able to, so last Friday was about nine days ago, uh, was able to pack up my Jeep, pack up all my stuff in a U-Haul, and then finally move out from Fort Hood, Texas, here to Phoenix, Arizona, to where after nearly two years, I get to live with my family again. And pretty excited about that. And the best part about that is just getting time with my sons. And it has already been amazing. So got to my four-year-old, spent the night at grandma's house last night, which allowed me some, some much, much needed time to hang out with my, my 13-year-old Noah. So he and I went to dinner. He and I went to movie. He and I went out for ice cream. So just had a, had a good man night, just he and I, and, and getting to talk and, and catch up for, uh, in a way that was sorely, sorely needed. And then just hanging out with my four-year-old, uh, he's he's great. He's in love with dad, and I, I couldn't be happier about that. But, but it was it was really great. So I I moved out here. I'm not retired yet, but I'll be retired here in about five or six weeks. And it was kind of interesting because I had to uh, start my internship uh, on on a Sunday, which was amazing. So I arrived here on Saturday, immediately started my internship on Sunday. So most of the week did the internship, and then for a couple days I got to fly up to Oklahoma City to speak at the uh, initial skills training for the TACPs, the Special Operations Wing there in Oklahoma City. So a huge thanks to Senior Master Sergeant Jason Meek for, uh, for getting me to, to do that, uh, spend some time with his, with his teammates, and uh, hopefully share some good words with them at their graduation. And then fly back here and again work for, uh, for this upstart aerospace company called Valkyrie Aero. So hopefully this turns into a job offer for me, but uh, right now just really having a good time interning and, and uh, helping them out as they help me out transition to civilian life and, and learn what that is and, you know, how the military way of doing things, I guess, uh, isn't the only way. And uh, it's, it's been a great week so far. So uh, huge thanks to, uh, to Charlie Kebaugh for, for getting me to do this. Huge thanks to Tyler Burgett for, uh, for dropping my name and, and uh, help pushing me along this path. And, and uh, huge thanks to Todd McCutcheon for, uh, for having me here and, and allowing me to, to be part of the team. It's, uh, it, it's really been great. But the cool part about all of this is, as, as you can imagine, and as you've heard throughout all my podcasts, I have my religious-like devotion to the concept and the understanding of expectations. That based off of my military career and my life, I understand 100% how important expectations are. And the cool thing is, I must have heard my bosses talk about expectations at least 25 times this week. I mean, at, at least. It is probably up in the, the 50s. But they were talking about everything. As, as a young upstart company, when we were talking about bringing new people on, what's going to be the, the pay scales? Are they going to differ from, uh, from one person to another, from one career to another? Like, you know, possibly paying our maintainers an hourly wage because that's how, what maintenance folks do. Or are we going to put them on salary like a lot of the other uh, permanent party and uh, senior leadership is, is going to do? So it's very interesting for me to hear the conversation about what the expectations are. And it was really great because, you know, in my first time there, here, here are these people that a lot of them I haven't met before, but here they are talking about expectations. I mean, just expectations after expectation after expectation. It was really great. So it, it was a, a lot of fun for, for me to take part of. But then a lot of it just kind of started, I started thinking about all the different things that I have coming up uh, in, in the next few weeks that I, I want to discuss. have a, a couple, uh, like three different uh, speaking engagements o- over the next month. So that, that thrills me greatly as I prep for retirement and I prep for, for writing my book. You kind of think about, 
like where, where does leadership start? So, so yes, I believe in expectations. And yes, I believe in CAPE with caring, alignment, perspective, and expectations. And that's how we can dumb down any issue that, that, that we're going to have, right? So um, let's say that uh, one of your employees gets sick and they're not going to be at work for a week, okay? CAPE that. Number one, what do you care about? You probably care about the person. You probably care that they get better. But you also care that you have a job to do. You care about all the work that they're not going to be able to, to do. And also you care about the people who are going to have to pick up the slack to make sure that work gets done. Okay, now you need to align ourselves. How are we going to align ourselves to show that we are both A, supporting the person who's sick, and then B, making sure that we can get all these critical tasks done so we don't lose anything in the process. Thirdly, you're going to ask uh, for different perspectives, allow for the sharing of perspectives. Perhaps you can call the person who's sick. Maybe they can give you some, some insight or info or point to different points of contact or, hey, here's what they're working on. Here's who they need to call. Here's the emails that they have. But then you can also reach out to, to other people around the team. Hey, we now have to do this for, let's call Bob, right? So B- Bob's out sick. We need to do this for Bob. What do we think about doing A, B, and C? And allow for the different perspectives. And then at the very end, what is going to be your expectation? Figure out what your expectation is for the entire time that Bob is sick for how we're going to take care of Bob and take care of the mission. That's, that's what I love about CAPE. And, I, and I'm watching this kind of go forward. But then, you know, th- this goes back to like, what is, what is leadership? Like, what is, what is it? Like, no matter how you define it, no matter how you understand it, because there's a million and two definitions of, of leadership. And nearly all of them I subscribe to. And again, if you go back to some of my, my earlier podcasts, I talk about my interview with Colonel John Price. Uh, if you haven't done that, that's one of, I think one of my first 25 podcasts here on the Cape Lee Revolution. But he's got a great definition of leadership. You know, and it's, it's just, you know, his, his bottom line is, is, is leadership is an action. You know, and his analogy is you may be the, the best baseball player. You may have studied, you may have practiced, but when you step up to the plate, it is actually, in fact, up to you to swing the bat. And so it's getting people to, to swing the bat. But then for me, again, I just go back to leadership is all about, at its atomic level, a conversation. Leadership is a conversation between two or more people. But at, at its very basic level, again, at the atomic level, this leadership conversation between me and you, let's say that you right now listening to here are working for me. Again, we go back to one of my other podcasts called The Person in the Blank Space. If you can just picture yourself sitting in a vast area of nothingness, it's just pure white. There's nothing all around. You don't know if you're standing or floating, but you are upright. And there's just nothingness for as far as the eye can see, just pure white, just nothing. No detail, no contour, no nothing. Just white, pure nothing. And all of a sudden, I walk up to you. And I walk up to you. And I say, hey, I'm here to lead you. And your response back to me is, lead me well. What do we do past that point? I think this is, this is where we need to understand leadership. This is what we need to think about. That in that basic, simple setting, how are we going to do that? And I'm sure a lot of people are going to see this differently. Uh, they're probably going to think about it differently. They, they would probably take different actions. But the first thing that I want to do learn about you I want to learn who you are what have you done where have you been what education do you have what's your family like 
Do you have kids? Do we have same interests? What are your favorite books? What are your favorite movies? What do you do for fun? What do you do for pure joy? Is there anything that I can help you out with? What are some of your personal goals? What are your professional goals? What are some goals that you have for you as an individual? And I think that is completely different than a personal goal because a lot of your personal goals can happen with family. So all your personal goals is to make X amount of money to do this, to live in this type of house, to go on, on this type of vacation so you can provide that for your family. But I want us all to think about what we can do with personal, professional, and then self. What do you want to do? And for lack of a better term, what do you want to do selfishly for you? I want to learn that too. So if we can start the conversation by me learning who you are, perhaps I also want to ask you about some of your scar tissue. What are your pet peeves? What's some scar tissue that that you've developed? Maybe you had a horrible boss earlier that did one specific thing that now just drives you crazy. As your boss, I would like to know that. So I don't make the same mistake. So I don't inadvertently do something that makes you adversely react. But we need to have this conversation. And then I want to share all that same stuff with you. And then once we know about each other, once we learn what makes each other's tick, once we can understand that we are in fact human beings, now we can start having a conversation about what we need to do. Hopefully, it's a motivational conversation. Hopefully, it's an inspirational conversation. That would be great. Because we can sit down and, and, and hopefully motivate you to work with me, not necessarily for me, but with me, because I want us to be teammates. Because I think in an ideal leadership environment, a culture of leadership, that it shouldn't matter who outranks whom. That we can have the conversation, that we can be people, that we can just talk about getting things done. I think that's the best way to see things, that's the best way to do things, and that's how we should interact and interoperate with, with each other. But, for us having these conversations, we have to make sure we're getting the conversation right. And that's where I find the majority of my study comes in. That's where I'm finding this. And it was so great. And the reason I, I, I bring it up again, and again, so if, if you're listening now, maybe you haven't listened to all my other podcasts, so I try and uh, refresh, rehash some of these concepts from time to time in case you haven't started from the beginning, or perhaps it's even been a while since, since you've heard it. But the cool part is this week, working at Valkyrie, It's been a lot of fun because of their understanding and their desire to lead expectations to make sure that it's clear that people can count on again, because if we don't lead expectations, people are going to get frustrated because the human brain is going to make connections any way they can. They they try and make sense out of the nonsensical. And so if that's a, a basic human function, of trying to make sense of things. If we don't lead expectations, people are gonna try and put two and two together. But a lot of times they're putting two and one together or they're putting two and three together. And it's close, but it's just not right. And then we have conflict because we have a convergence of competing expectations. And like I say, any deviation to an expectation causes frustration. So our ability to be proactive and lead these expectations is going to be better off for our people at all levels. So just wanted to talk about that quickly. 
wanted to see uh, what everyone thinks. Are, are we still on the expectation bandwagon? Do we still think that this is the right way to be? Have you tried using expectations in your, your daily life? What I'd like you to think about is this, this next week coming up, whenever you're listening to this, think about one expectation that you have. Think about one thing that you're frustrated with and ask yourself, what was your expectation? Use my four by two, right? What was the expectation? Who led that expectation? Was it really an expectation, i.e. an assumption or anticipation? And was it realistic? And then ask yourself, hey, were you absolutely clear on your expectations? And did you, ever, did you do everything in your power to help them find success? Whatever, whether, whether in your, your personal life, perhaps with your significant other, perhaps your significant other showed up late, said, hey, I'm gonna be home after work. And they show up after work at like nine o'clock at night. And you're like, hey, you said you're going to be home after work. They're like, well, I am. Well, it's nine o'clock at night. Like, yeah, I had to work late. Like, well, you didn't communicate with me. I told you I'd be home after work. And you could say, yeah, you're normally home after work at about five or 5.30 PM. What would make me think that you, that it's okay for you to be home at nine o'clock? And their person could say, because I told you I would be home after work. Right? This is a great example of getting the conversation wrong because there's a lot of assumption. And hopefully these two people who are having this conversation about whether it is or isn't okay to come home at nine o'clock at night when you said, hey, I'd be home after work, hopefully they can talk about this. And hopefully each person can realize that they had a part to play and that they can talk about what they wanted with their communication. And because the the person who said, hey, I'm gonna be home uh, after work, even if they didn't know what time, they probably had an idea that they were going to be working late. So that conversation should have gone, hey, I'm going to be home after work today. I'm anticipating that it's going to be a little bit later than normal. So whatever you have going on, hey, just kind of hold off and or count me out because I, 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 this, this could be a really late night. Or the person on the other side who's receiving that information, they have a part in this too. Because they say, hey, I'm going to be home late, late after work. You, you can ask that question. Seek clarification. Be like, hey, not trying to be a nuisance. Do you happen to know around what time that is? I don't know if I need to have dinner ready. I don't know if the kids are going to be here. I don't know if you need to do this, that, or the other thing, or I needed you to pick something up. Will you, or will you, or will you not be able to do that after work? Again, just having these conversations because it's not just a conversation of one person or the other. It's us. It is the team getting the conversation. And as I've said time and time again, is I don't care about me being right or you being right. I care about us getting the conversation right. And if we focus on whether we got the conversation right, that takes our egos out of it. So take some time this week. Think about your expectations. Think about what you have moving forward. But also take some time, as I've gotten to do over the past few days, take some time to do what restores your soul. And after two years away, being here in Phoenix, Arizona, and getting to be dad again feels amazing. And the best part is, is even when I flew out on, uh, on Tuesday, I'm sorry, on Wednesday morning to go to Oklahoma city, my four-year-old got sad again because he's used to that. Every time I have to leave, he doesn't see me for weeks, like multiple weeks, probably at least three weeks at a time. Every time I, I get on a plane and have to fly. So he was sad and he was crying again, but I was able to tell him like, Hey bud, I'm going to be home in two days. Like, this isn't going to be long. Like, this is going to be the nature of my trips. And he was happy. 
and he was happy to get back. So it felt so great to be able to see that smile turn and realize that, hey, dad lives here now. So I'm, not, I'm just asking you, t- take some time for you. This is a Sunday uh, when, when I'm recording this, so I'm going to spend some time with them. I'm going to go out to my mother-in-law's house, and we're going to have some ribs and hang out as a family and just, again, do what restores our soul and have good quality family time. So this is Chachi hoping this finds you well. This is Chachi hoping that you are taking some time for yourself to restore your soul, to put on your oxygen mask first so you can be right with yourself before you can ever hope to be right with anybody else. And this is Chachi, hoping that you're still enjoying the podcast. I appreciate your listenership. And this is me hoping that you can go out and always educate, anticipate, and dominate. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.